Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly... Why am I sounding so... <laughs> like, like, and no. <laughs> and this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only. And quite a week in legend it has been. Oh, it has. Hello, Levatics. <laughs> Hot off the clown press. Hot off the clown press. Oh, so yes, speaking of the press. Well, Rolling Stone is certainly making the headlines, Let's if make you will. The head, yeah, not they, sponsored by headlines. No, well, I yeah. wish we were he- sponsored by headlines. Friendship never ends. Headlines twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> nope. This time around, you know what? They love a listicle these days. Yeah, everything's lists, especially with Rolling Stone right now, and they keep. I mean, not that this one made the most headlines of all their lists lately. But no. We did get, in honor of Endless Summer Vacation incoming, we got the top... Very soon. Yes. Next week. This week. Wow. Friday? Mm-hmm. She is coming. Wow, she is. Literally. Uh, we have the top 50 Miss Miley Cyrus slash Hannah Montana songs. I saw a lot of discourse saying, does she even have that many? Oh. And I'm like, excuse me. You delete your account. Absolutely. Reported for harassment. Exactly. Well, you know, I stopped reading when I found out that number one wasn't Robot from oh, Can't Be Tamed. Bob. But, you know, I think this is a up for debate. Yeah. This entire list, you know. I will give her credit, though. The fact that she has so many eras, it makes it difficult. It does, which make is it difficult. difficult to get. Uh huh. I I hate a ranking of my faves' songs. Yeah, because my mood changes. But let's go through the top ten real quick. So at number ten, they have Malibu. Underrated, I feel. Bob. I feel as well. I don't know about top ten, but definitely Maybe twenty not. for me. 
I feel, you know, Younger now got pretty disparaged as sort of Joanne-esque lane for her. And I don't love the album either, Mm -hmm. but I really liked Malibu and Younger now. Yep. So I like Malibu. Also, it was so, it felt like she was so in love and like everything was coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. number (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. See you again. Bop. Absolutely. Bop. Top 10 deserves. College anthem. Absolutely. She's just being Miley, being uh, this is an iconic phrase. Yeah. 2007. Uh, we don't know where her best friend is right now, but she presumably is just being Leslie. Number eight, we have seven things. Bop. Also Bop. See, I'm not mad at this list. No. Number seven is where I have a disagreement. We can't stop. Hmm. I have never disagree like higher or lower. Lower. Same. Um, We Can't Stop has never been a Miley favorite of mine. I find it annoying. It's good for what it is, which is, you know, about partying and you like can't stop. Yeah. But Yeah. Lines in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always found it Bangers is borderline embarrassing, but also bops. But this was more on the embarrassing side for me always. Oh, embarrassing. That's a word. I mean, it, some of it did not age particularly well. Oh. You know. Does anything? Um, I'm certainly Paul not. Rudd. Oh, yeah. That's one exception. <laughs> <laughs> you are the only exception. Anyway, number six, <laughs> The Climb. Okay, here's my thing about The Climb. I think it's great. I think it hit the generation below us in a way that I'm trying to think of what ballad hit our generation. Breakaway. Breakaway, sure. Because it is like er, generation defining Mm -hmm. for a slightly younger age than us. They sang it at our graduation in college. Oh. And I was a Miley hater back then because I was so, I wanted it to be Breakaway. Yeah. That was my submission, like on the FIT website. It was like, what song are you submitting and why? And I was like, Breakaway, because it's like, we're literally going through... LMFAO party rock anthem. Mm -hmm. We're literally taking a risk and taking a chance and making a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I get it. I appreciate it. Yeah. But definitely it is revered, I would say. Now, number five, new entry, Flowers. It's bold to uh, already throw it into top five. However, the charts don't lie. The charts don't lie. It's really going the distance. It's the climb. Still number one. Yeah, forever. And I've seen the like, questioning on social media and stuff but i think some of those people aren't on it's on tiktok everywhere all the time the radio radio i just think it happens to be really accessible and catchy and defiant sort of self-empowerment song Mm -hmm. it's it's not surprising to me no so i always joke with you about the songs i hear at the deli yeah as like a gauge of what is still hot yes it's always on yeah I go in there to get my little caffeine-free Diet Coke, not sponsored, mm-hmm. and it's flowers. Yeah. And I was telling you last night, Bloody Mary by Gaga was playing the other night. Well, she needs the streams. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, what yeah. year is it? Yeah. Um, two again. <laughs> Number four, I really appreciate this pick being so high up, mm-hmm. Midnight Sky, which I wish performed like Flowers is performing. I wish she also had that success with Midnight Sky because... It had a moment, but not a moment like Flowers did. I think it would have if it wasn't for Cornova. Yes, it hit. But uh, she yes. slayed that era 
with, you know, everything that was going on. I think part of the Flowers backlash, and I say backlash lightly, or just the questioning of it is sort of the injustice for Plastic Hearts and Midnight Sky. Like, it could have been bigger, probably. Yeah. I think there's more, like, outrage for that. Number three, Slide Away. You know. What was that? (laughs) Some, I. Three. I I, well, where do you think it should be? Um, in the 30s. Okay. Yeah. I like it a lot. I do like my pop banger Miley, though. But I think it really changed a lot of people's minds about her as at the same time. Or it sort of entered into that rock era slash indie grungy sound, whatever. But it's not my favorite either. No, there's so many tracks on Can't Be Tamed that would be this for yeah. me. I'm also noticing that the writer's initials are BS here, just like mine. I would like to clarify, I did not contribute to this list. Oh, does it just say like written by B- BS? BS, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> bullshit. <Yeah. laughs> Complicit, paid off. <laughs> okay, number two, Party in the USA. I mean, a classic is a classic, a classic. is a classic. Graduations, weddings, funerals. Song was on. Britney's song was on. It's... The national anthem. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it kind it of is. It is July 4th. It right. is Memorial Day weekend. Her most patriotic offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's undeniable. It really is kind of, it's gone the distance. It's been 2009 to 2023. It's still pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. At a time when it really was a party in the USA. Was it? Well, <laughs> more than it was now. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I just feel like it sort of infected radio and never let go you know it's still around yeah we celebrate we salute you (laughs) and number one wrecking ball her first number one i agree with this placement yeah local hit Mm -hmm. memorable memorable you know the wrecking ball right the vmas era yeah i feel like that really so when i talk about like bangers half embarrassing half incredible like this is more on the incredible side obviously Mm -hmm. because you think of like the nonstop tongue bullshit and the twerking bullshit and you're like okay like it got grading but at the same time this imagery this song stands out and probably yeah it is one of her most defining looks sounds songs post hannah montana yeah yeah well in the end we didn't hate this list no but it was of course missing too many better options, including two more lonely people. Ugh. Hello. Take me along. Who owns my heart? I would have put them. That's top ten. The track list for Can't Be Tamed is my top ten. Well, Robot and Permanent December. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Daughter is oh, a Mother's top ten Daughter. for me. Where's Catitude with RuPaul? <laughs> <laughs> Cat walks like SMS bangers. Hello. Oh, wow. What a time. <laughs> What a time. We had our ups and our downs. Quick to scratch your eyes out. I would actually genuinely argue for Drive to be in the top 10. I fucking love Drive. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Miss Miley's album is coming out shortly. We will be reviewing it on the following episode. Yeah. See you Friday. Well, see you again. Listen. <laughs> see, see you soon. See you then. See you then. <laughs> see you then. See you again. <laughs> We should look at the track list and claim a song as our fave that we don't know yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Or like what it's about. 
our predictions. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Psychic so, to Kyle. Yeah. So M- Miley's album, Endless Summer Vacation. And we're going with the track listing. <laughs> okay. Track one, Flowers. Got it. Flowers. Track two, Jaded. I think she was feeling jaded. I <laughs> think this is a cover of Twisted by Heidi Montag. Oh, you're jaded. <laughs> so frustrated. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I Put wrote it. in the AS, what is it called? ASPCA? Oh, the AI. Yeah. Can no, somebody, like the, the writer's thing. Oh, I thought you were going to AI Miley to sing Twisted by Heidi. No, but we're going to be talking about AI later. We sure will. Mm-hmm. Number three, Rose Colored Lenses. <gasps> Kelly Rowland. Y'all already know the words I'm to this one. I'm just saying. <laughs> Get a good lawyer. <laughs> Rose she had to change it to lenses. Lenses. <laughs> da, da, da. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. Number four, Thousand Miles featuring Brandy Carlisle. A thousand, thousand miles. miles. <laughs> well, a thousand miles. She'll be playing a piano that is being driven through the streets. Definitely a Vanessa Carlton reference. Um, number five is called You. <gasps> It's not about me. Not about you this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. It was, Woo! Yes. Woo! <laughs> it was you. Going well Woo! so far. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, I just really wanted to do my Kelly Dodd impression because I was practicing it the other day. <laughs> Number six, handstand. Oh, I used to do those in the pool when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And really think I was doing something, you know? Yeah, maybe it's about that, like doing handstands as a kid. Mm. Not that way anymore. You know, like life now, mm-hmm. it's just like the world was flipped upside down. Oh. So now you have to navigate life upside down. Yeah. I'm guessing that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Number seven, River. I'm guessing that's about River Rose Clarkson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a beef yeah. and they need to squash it. This is a diss track. Uh, number eight, Violet Chemistry. Oh, mm. Lavender Haze. <laughs> Sounds half up, half down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess it's about like uh, their, their chemistry being like, you can visualize it. It's so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be about being high. Okay. Well, I was also thinking, you know how every single pop star claims they have um, synthesia, synthesia, whatever? I don't know what that is. They all claim that they can like see colors, taste, Oh, you know, that thing. Synesthesia. Yeah, you don't have that? I mean, I guess I do. Or like colors are connected with like moods and like... Yeah. Right? Like the colors now, it's like cool, but relaxed, you know? Yeah. You guys can't see it, but it is. Right. It is pinkish. Yeah, it's like pink and blue hues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, violet chemistry. Um, Nine, Muddy Feet featuring Sia. Mm. These feet are muddy. I will say the track listing credits have leaks from these songs as well. And the original songwriters of Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle are all listed on this song. Ooh. I'm just saying. Muddy Feet. Muddy Feet. She went out for a walk. Yeah. I I don't know. Walking into the next chapter of your life with the baggage from your past oh. still lingering as you step foot into the new chapter of your life and it leaves behind the footprints of your past. That's definitely what it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there'll be like mud. <laughs> 
and then she's gonna swing from the chandelier with her muddy feet because she doesn't want to get it on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sia's contribution. Wild card. Don't you know, know what it's about. Don't it's know what it's about. <laughs> don't know what she it's does. I thought card. she sang. <laughs> Eleven Island. Okay, we are traveling. Eleven Island. No, no, no. The track Eleven. Sorry, is Island. It's just called Island. Oh. I think it's gonna be tropical. Yeah, I maybe... think she should go tropical house. A Kygo collab would be yeah, nice. I think that's where it's going. And then finally, track 12, Wonder Woman. She might play her. She should. Instead of Gal Gadot, absolutely. Let me tell you that acting. I didn't see it. I don't watch movies. I know you don't. It's rough. It's rough out there for, for the Wonder Woman franchise. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> to me. For me? No. And then, of course, tacked on to the end is Flowers Demo, which did come out. Lovely, very sweet. Yeah, I thought this was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like not a new concept, but like it is cool. Yeah, I like to hear where the tracks came from. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's good to get the song out for a while so you don't, it doesn't hinder your experience of the original song. Right, you're like, oh, this is better. This is, yeah, this outsold. Like some of the blackout tracks. Right, right. Demos. Right. If you get it, you get it. If you get it, you Just get it. Perfect lover breakdown. Sorry. Ugh. Don't apologize. You're correct. Break the ice. Well, break the ice breakdown, I should say. Oh, in any case. Well, Rolling Stone's been having quite the listicle, like you said earlier. <laughs> and not every legend has been happy with the results of these lists. No. Including the one, the only, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. RuPaul. Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> she is not happy about this best... 200 greatest singers of all time list. Yes, they said singer. Singer. Yes. In a chat with Andrew Goldman on his The Originals podcast, (laughs) Shaka Khan complained of the Riot Kings. These are blind bitches. They are blind as a motherfucking bat. They need hearing aids. These must be the children of Helen Keller. (laughs) She said it. We didn't. She said it. We didn't. She uh, then proceeded to go off including, and perhaps most headline-making, when asked about Mariah Carey coming in at number five, she jokingly alleged, that must be payola or some other shit like that. (laughs) And when I read that quote at first, I thought everyone was taking it out of context, meaning she thought Mariah should be even higher. And then when I saw the interview, I was like, oh. No, she meant like lower. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, everyone is so media illiterate and dumb they are all like dragging shaka and then i watched no she (laughs) yeah she went on adele at number two adele at number 22 she threw her hands up and said okay i quit (laughs) which i agree i have controversial feelings about adele as a vocalist i think she's a fantastic singer but here we go here we go i (laughs) A night out with Adele when? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put her up there. And of course, she isn't on this list with with the Mariah's, Whitney's, Celine's omitted from this list. I mean, Whitney Houston is the greatest singer of all time. Right. That's a fact. And also, the way that I think about this is like, everyone's better than me, so I can't say shit. Well, not with this AI generation. (laughs) (laughs) You are anybody you want to be. Mm. Uh... Uh, Joan Baez uh, at number 189 let's be honest the bitch cannot sing she said while admitting now she was a good writer 
But when to when met with Aretha Franklin at number one, she said, as she fucking should be, thank you, there's justice somewhere. And number two, with Whitney, she said, great, I'm the one who introduced her to Clive Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, she started telling the tale of how basically she made Whitney happen. I mean, you know, this is just... This is when legends really gave their two cents in interviews, and I miss that. So Same. I, I appreciate the honesty. You know, we aren't getting those shadiest moments YouTube compilations from interviews nowadays. No. So, there's nothing anymore. <laughs> so I appreciate this. Exactly. I would like all of these women to now respond to her statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it's very entertaining. And it's, what? Not that serious. No, it's not. Except to the Adele fan that is now unsubscribing <laughs> from the podcast. I don't think Adele is a bad singer. I just sometimes think that it's a little overhyped. <laughs> Where's your Vegas residency? <laughs> Brad's going to be auditioning for Drag Race next yeah, season. Yeah, Drag Race and singing Adele. For Caesars. <laughs> One night with Moo Moo's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a different video I have. Anyway, um... Family Feud was on. Yeah. Speaking of singers. We, we're still on this listicle journey. Yeah. So there is a show called Family Feud that's been around for quite a while. Has been. Yeah. And the concept of it is basically, you know, two families. Feuding. And they feud yeah. on trivia. They do. And the answers are from polls of, there could be a hundred people in the room. And the hundred people in this room were clearly favoring somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was best singers of all time right or like best live singer best live singer i i would I just think... like i would like to bold underline <laughs> oh. size 72 font oh here here she goes live the word live <laughs> <laughs> emphasizing that I, I, should let's we, run down the list are we gonna are we gonna throw in the the audio of this because it the way that they reveal it is so yeah. fucking funny <laughs> five Share. Three. Carrie Underwood. Number one. I just love it. Who is having that conversation? <laughs> oh, I guess T. Kyle's going to headline the Super Bowl next year. What do you have to say about the number two most popular answer? I live. Is... Uh, it's a word. <laughs> That was used. But I honestly, my biggest thing, the weirdest entry for me, Carrie Underwood, number three. She can... Okay, I'll give her props, though, before she was, like, you know, an anti-vaxxer. Right, right, right. I saw Carrie Underwood back during So Small era, and it was in Pennsylvania, and I remember we were... It was literally, like, it was hot, and there was a lot of bugs... And it was summer uh-huh. and she sang live and it was incredible. And she went to hit a high note and something flew into her mouth while she was singing live. <laughs> and you like heard it. If anyone was there, I literally don't remember the date. I think it was so small and she went for the big note and then was like, and like ate a fly or something and then redid the note. And I was like, work bitch. Yeah. She can so sing. So she can sing even while eating flies is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just, I just found that odd. Yeah, who was in this room is what I want to know. Who was in this room? It's like all over the place. It it feels like they were in a room of trolls, though, for J-Lo to rank second. Yeah. That feels like they asked a 
hundred gay men. Thirteen people. Thirteen people. If it was best live entertainer, right? It, but it's none. It's a very odd list to be yeah. honest. And Reba also making it is like, oh, okay. I wonder if they pulled the studio audience that was there. I want to say that's how it works. I'm not sure though. In any case, many other names nowhere to be found, including Mariah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Well. Oh, really? <laughs> that sucks. Know what I want to watch? A family feud, but you pull everyone from gay Twitter. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Well, but they do talk about polls a lot on Twitter. Who, yeah. And who would verse each? I don't know who would verse each other, but. They're not verse. <laughs> oh my God, tops versus bottoms. And the poll results. We asked Stad Twitter. Yeah. Well, that's a concept. That's a free concept. Yeah, it's called Drag Race. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, Beyonce made this list of live singers, and she also made it onto the floor of Congress. Well, not her personally. <laughs> We were tagged in the, We were tagged a lot this week in general, but we were tagged in this. I thought this was a parody. I thought this was a parody. It is not. No. It is real. It is from Congressman Robert Garcia, who represents California, 42nd District, House of Sasha Fierce. House of Darion. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yes, to bridge the gap between Black History Month and Women's History Month, he decided to pay homage to a woman who represents the best of both as the queen herself, Beyonce, and did a little monologue that <laughs> interpolated <laughs> Wendy Williams. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I rise today to commemorate the end of Black History Month and the beginning of Women's History Month by honoring an individual who represents both so well. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is now and forever the moment. I want to celebrate none other than who I believe is the undisputed queen of pop and R&B, Beyonce Knowles Carter. Honestly, pretty legendary. Pretty legendary, if you ask me, he said. Imagine if he got up there and like <laughs> hit the wrong side, and it was like... She's an icon, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. And it's like live on C-SPAN and like PBS. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 wrong, wrong button, wrong, wrong button. <laughs> She's an icon, she's a legend. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. Said on Congress floor. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But yeah. All of the the stands and the replies on Pop Grave are going to plan their next January 6th after that. (laughs) Cardi outsold! (laughs) We're raiding the Capitol. That's not funny. Not at like all. like it is. But like a little. <laughs> anyway, he made the speech really just to congratulate her on making Grammy history and stand out a bit, which, hey, if you make it all the way up there as a politician and you're a beehive or any other stand base, that's what you would do with your yeah. power. So I get it. I get it. Good luck getting those Renaissance World Tour tickets because I know that's all <laughs> the reason you did it. <laughs> Well, uh, we celebrate women uh, on this podcast every day. We do. And always. And this week, Billboard celebrated women. There was a celebration, in fact, a award <laughs> ceremony uh, where SZA won Woman of the Year. And- Her tour looks phenomenal, by the way. Mm-hmm. Visuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also had quite the moment with Miss Lana Del Rey 
who won the Visionary Award and gave a speech and had quite a back and forth moment with Olivia Rodrigo. They're just giving each other mother-daughter praise the whole you night fucking long. Dead no, you fucking did it. fucking did it. It became a meme for like various reasons, including when she got on stage and she like smiled and was like, we did it, kids. And then she like remembered who she was and became very forlorn and emo. They were like, when you remember, you're supposed to be brooding and mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girls, we did this, mamas. (laughs) And then she's like, oh. And we're born to die. Question for the culture. Question for the culture. (laughs) She let everyone know she's happy. And she was like, you know, this is called visionary. Uh, I don't really have a vision. Which I kind of lived for. She was like... Relatable. There's no grand plan here. I'm just letting you know I'm happy and making music. I kind of live for that. Yeah, she's in the present. I appreciate that. Every girly that went up there was like, Lana, you are my mother. Kim did it. Olivia, like all of the girls. Rosalia did all the shout outs to Lana. And so she was feeling very motherly that night. There were so many shouts. I don't know if you saw any of this. Like Twice was in the building, the K-pop group. And the screams drowned and every time they mentioned twice it was like a prolonged scream they would have to wait <laughs> i i love their impact their impact and yeah so that was the uh women of the year awards ceremony and there's some cute moments of olivia and lana like giggling and and embracing each other we love to see it is or2 in the works do we know o- OR2. Olivia Rodrigo. It is. Yes. Oh. Yes. She's been in the studio teasing things. I don't envy her. She's in that position too of like, she made that splash and now she's got to follow it up. Yeah. It's a lot. But I think she'll do it. I think she yeah. will. Yeah. I think it'll be big. Sour. New album. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, speaking of icons. And sticky and sweet things. Oh, fucking bop. Needs to be on the set list for Celebration Tour. Well, DM her and let her know. She is back on Instagram. Madonna is in the building, specifically in a Brooklyn warehouse, rehearsing, auditioning, remixing, remastering. Swinging. Swinging. Punching. <laughs> getting ready for the Celebration Tour with a maybe new man. This boxer. Bo- this boxer at the ripe age of, I think, 29, mm-hmm. 27, 29. She's moving on up. Dating ancient at this point. Boxer and Summer House. Summer House. Now, you have the uh, the insider. No, not the insider. No, but you have I the, watched the, show. the viewer perspective of this as mm-hmm. I don't. I was shook. So I caught up on Summer House uh-huh. and Housewives of New Jersey this week. Finally. <laughs> Finally. And in the third episode of Summer House, they're like, oh, here's this. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's Madonna's man. Yeah. Josh Popper. Oh, well, he's certainly popping them in the face in the the ring. And she certainly hinted at it when she was doing poppers with Terry Joe. That was probably just a Taylor Swift-esque Easter egg. 29-year-old athlete Josh Popper spotted together at his New York City gym breadwinners. Now, Daily Mail reported it, so you you know, you never know. And to be fair, I do feel like she's linked with a dancer or a fitness person at every single tour that she's done. But, you know. It could just be press. It could be press. His appearance on Summer House was very like, hey, cameras. <laughs> and then the girl was like, yeah, I'm not really into him. And it's like, okay. We'll see. But... They uh, allegedly met last year during a photo shoot. So if it's true, I hope he's uh, pounding her into shape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or... <laughs> More likely she's doing that to him, though. Yeah. 
We've seen. Also, question for the culture. Oh, yes. I'm curious to know from everyone. One, are we still team Lindsay Hubbard? I'm like a day one hub house, but I have opinion. My opinions have changed. So I want to know, question for the room. Are we team Lindsay Hubbard or team Danielle? That's my first question. Mm -hmm. My second question is Teresa... Are we back on Team Teresa or are we with Melissa and the other girls? I need to know. So I'll do like a Discord thing or just tweet me. Very curious. I haven't really kept up with the discourse. That's why I'm like, I don't know what the the sentiment is. Well, we could do another emoji ranking situation on the Discord. And shout out to the Discord, by the way. Yes, shout out to all of our Patreon Legends Only fans over on patreon.com slash legends only. I'll post a poll. Hot. Well, in other news, speaking of drag queens. (laughs) How dare you say that about Lindsay Hubbard? It was drag race. Drag race occurred. It did. And so did uh, Night of a Thousand Beyonce's. Okay, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. Now that we've done, I think, two or three of them, I think in this format, if the assignment can only be Getty subscription images... Let's just nix this entire concept because it's embarrassing for the show and it's embarrassing for the contestants to not be able to showcase when you think of Night of a Thousand Beyonce's, you're going to think of looks from the, mo- the the music videos, looks from whatever that you can't use. So you're left with like 2015 HRC gala. Okay. I actually have like <laughs> the total opposite opinion. <laughs> I thought this was so camp. It's camp. It was sending me specifically RuPaul going Marsha, Marsha, Marsha at the Title <laughs> X Brooklyn yes, that's 2017 the one. charity event. <laughs> that's the and one. you can tell she was sitting there reading those lines yep. like, are you kidding me? Yep. yep. <laughs> it kind of sent me. I just feel, you know what? Yes. But I know what you mean. I, I think it's be- just because it doesn't help the contestants because you think you know what looks are going to be. And then it's the title x event and you're like oh okay. you're like never seen that before never life. seen that before <laughs> the closest we got i would say you know like lucy laduca doing the the baby bump reveal without the baby bump yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> there were so many choices i really liked sasha's so i i'm always gonna like sasha but and i did think mistresses was very funny with the destiny's child see that's why i was like that was good i feel like mistress took an assignment that is ridiculous yes the getty image yes assignment and made it camp mm-hmm. by adding the little puppets i also don't know what happened in between this and the madonna challenge because madonna's was her looks from iconic videography and stuff so i don't know if i'm sure she sued them just like the israeli who leaked <laughs> rebel heart but Parkwood's just like no sweetie <laughs> yeah <laughs> parkwood said no well you know when we do a night of a thousand michelle williams maybe it's a little different <laughs> but I just think Beyonce I am so sorry sweetie I think it just sets everybody up but it, you're right at the same time it's hilarious I don't know I didn't mind it I saw the discourse first yes and then I watched it and I was like oh wow <laughs> but I also appreciated Selena as titties doing the RuPaul Chia Pet Heads as Grammys oh that right, was funny that right. was camp she didn't deserve to be in the bomb too that week. No, the puppet heads, that was camp. Yep. Lux ate that whole look. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's right. That, that was rights problems. personality rights. It, yeah. Also, were they filming when Renaissance dropped? They must have been right before it, if not during it. Yeah. I doubt they've. It might have been like mid recording. I don't know. I know it's like during the summer, so mm-hmm. maybe. Because Spice's disco ball look could have worked oh, for a Renaissance, yeah. Renaissance tour poster look. <laughs> yeah, that's probably off limits too. It presents a challenge. Let's just say that mm-hmm. it presents a challenge. I did love RuPaul being like, and by the way, I wore this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we got single ladies lip sync. We did. Yeah. Correct choice. Yeah. Also, what did we think about Sasha telling the story about Sasha Fierce and thinking that Beyonce may have seen a performance in the past mm-hmm. and that she knew people in the same circles and that it may, there's a possibility that it was influenced. I would live for it, if true. I feel I don't like think there it's, is a chance. I don't think it's crazy. No. Beyonce I, wasn't. Mistress was like, oh, I loved her fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there could be. Because that was not yet when Beyonce was a superstar. Yes, 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 always. Yeah, that's but when she, she was wasn't... still homophobic. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wait, do I have to cut that out? Oh my That's, god. No. She no, this was still after I'm kidding. <laughs> she was not homophobic. I'm kidding. I it was after B Day. And she was still I mean, she had that fucking iconic New York Times headline, like so, the solo Beyonce. She's Noah Shanti. Like we were still from 2003 to 2007, eight pivoting to like icon that she is today so i think it is somewhat potentially possible that mm-hmm. she was still checking out the drag scene whatever yeah, like snuck out yeah, in disguise watched a drag show and if it's going to be anyone it, it would be sasha so i kind of live for that i do think it's ironic we'll have to uh we'll have to somehow ask beyonce that because she doesn't do interviews so yeah we'll put a um a message out to the rep yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you like to comment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just responds, oh, oh, I've never been asked that question before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the runway. What about the runway? I think it's time whether <laughs> we hit the runway. There's a lot of fashion this week. There is fashion, which means it's time for a little segment <laughs> that we like to call High Fashion. <laughs> Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. All right, so my pick for the week is the supermodel, Mm -hmm. Naomi Campbell, Mm. for Vogue India. Yeah, fierce. Slay. I mean... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have nothing to say. It's just flawless. I loved that. I'm also going to give my shout out to Jennifer Coolidge for W. Camp. As directed by the Everything Everywhere All at Once directors, the Daniels, they did a loving homage to the style of Power Rangers, Godzilla, all of that. It was so funny and clever. Did you watch Power Rangers growing up? Sure did. Which Power Rangers? You were probably like the red one. Yeah. Oh my God, I knew it. (laughs) No, wait, I might have been. No, yeah, no, I was. I'm going to have to double check on that because my mother did make me a Power Rangers costume for Halloween. And I have to, I don't remember which color it was. It's probably red. I think it's probably red. It might be blue. Yeah, I could I see that. It, Same level of like blue. mask there. Uh, that was Billy, right? Yeah. I think, think. it might have been blue also because he had glasses. Yeah. So he that did. was, you know, very relatable mm-hmm. for me. 
with the giant Coke bottle glasses that I had as a kid. So it might have been Billy. Obviously, we loved Pink Ranger and Yellow I mean, Ranger. those were my, yeah. yeah. Queens, Queens of Pop. Queens of Pop. I wanted to be like a lion and a pterodactyl. Yes, exactly. The Pink Power Ranger, that was so chic. Oh. Because it was like the era of like Jurassic Park. Kimberly. It was like, oh, Queen of Pop. We love a Kimberly and Pop. Truly through the ages. I'll always love a Kim. But anyway, Jen Coolidge did that. She loved it. There should be more of this when we're having these endless Oscars campaigns that feel truly you feel it all year long like how long have we talked about these shows and movies at this point at least like spice it up with something like this this is such a fun idea to take one hugely successful series like white lotus meets everything everywhere all at once that's beautiful i loved that we've also got some cool edgy left of center picks like shy girl for another magazine interviewed by bjork Mm. it was very mother singing the praises of shy girl like she stands shy girl so that's been cool shy girl has a new edition of her album coming out with a bunch of remixes club mixes and things like that Ooh, when april <gasps> i believe oh my god yeah eating the summer eating and we also have the icon herself i was thrilled about this and it keeps rolling out i thought it was one image and i had talked about it, i think a while ago but grace jones for wolford Slay! Uh, I mean, how old? I want to say 74. 74 years old. 74 years young. Young. Those stems, those iconic legs, just the looks, the poses. She looks great. She looks fierce, otherworldly. Love Very her. Very striking. Very. But nothing is more striking <laughs> than a frown line. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, everyone. Buckle the fuck up. Because we are about to go on a journey right now. A journey through time, space, and injectables. (laughs) (laughs) So Christina Aguilera has some new SpawnCon out. She sure does. For Zeman. (laughs) Zeman. Not sponsored. No, but now we already have starting there. Mm -hmm. The name alone is gay rights basically <laughs> which yes. at first when i heard her say it, i was like I'm, all over I'm, your face all over my what <laughs> which is i believe they call it i want to use the correct terms um a smart toxin for frown lines according to the zeman instagram this mm-hmm. is not sponsored although i kind of need it um <laughs> so christina Aguilera is the new spokeswoman for zeman yeah in what is the most like I don't even know how to describe this ad. I'm just gonna insert the audio in here. I like to prioritize self-care. Part of taking care of myself is embracing the things that make me look my best and being intentional about the products I use. That's why I get Zeman, a smart toxin for frown lines that only has ingredients essential for treatment, so I can look like the best version of myself. Xeomin Incobotulinum Toxin A is an FDA-approved treatment used to temporarily improve the look of moderate to severe frown lines between the eyebrows. Effects of Xeomin may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor. This difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of life-threatening conditions. Side effects may include allergic reactions, headache, injection site pain, eyelid drooping, and swelling. Tell your doctor about your medical history, muscle and nerve conditions, and all medicines, especially botulinum toxins, muscle relaxants, and blood thinners, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Doses of Xeomin are not the same as other botulinum Number one, I stand, let the record show that this happened at all. 
the contrast between slay and like all of these things that are going to kill you. <laughs> I live, you have to, it's a visual moment. You do you have to, it's the most X Tina visual. Mm-hmm. She's serving and serving. slaying. It's so good. And the woman in the voiceover is like, it may cause paralysis or even death. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about to say may not be appealing, but. Um, it's giving half up, half dead. Um, well, you know, if your face is a little ahead of its time and you want to turn that back a little bit, you can use semen. It is so deranged. I can't. Also deranged and iconic was the accompanying uh, presser, the press. She did at least one interview. I believe it was the lure. She talked about <laughs> yeah. the injectables and the shady ass editor's note that was like Christina Aguilera refused to discuss any other possible injectables or other surgeries she may have had. <laughs> shady note. But I live for it on a sincere note because what she has disclosed, like this procedure alone, most of the girls are not disclosing. Oh, I stand this so hard. Same. Because now. She can like get a check anytime she's like, oh, oh, do you want me if they ask me about work I've had done? Do you want me to drop Z-Man? Just the Z-Man. And yeah, like, because you know, people do that a lot. They'll be like, oh, have you had any work done? What's your secret to staying so beautiful? Like, it's a big thing that women get asked anytime they're anywhere. So now she can just be like, well, 10 grand a pop. It's smart business yeah. and smart toxins. <laughs> and that's what we love here. I also love whoever wrote the copy for this Instagram post. Being an icon is a full-time job. (laughs) From winning awards and raising awareness to choosing to temporarily smooth her frown lines with Zeman Incobutulinamintoxe, (laughs) sparkly emoji. (laughs) That's why we're so proud to announce our partnership with her. Join us in welcoming Christina to team hashtag smart talks. Oh my God. That is an incredible caption to go from like traveling the world, raising awareness, injecting your skin with (laughs) smart toxins. (laughs) Oh God. I have to stand. Absolutely. She went back to basics. And anytime that infatuation can get some promo. Exactly. The only thing that else that they could have done to make this like truly next level is giving it a new song. Yeah. Like having her sing about it. Right. But maybe that'll be next. Freeze your frown. (laughs) (laughs) Fighters, we are not frowning. We're not. That's right. I love being intentional for (laughs) self-care. That's that. The whole fucking monologue is so good. This was definitely high fashion. Top music release of the week. Everything. It's just, I stand (laughs) so hard. There's more sponsored posts to talk about though oh right moving out of high fashion <laughs> and into bops of the free week free promo <laughs> yeah basically did you hear the ozempic bop yeah i yeah everyone's asking me to turn it into a remix and i'm like if ozempic that's the one that all the everyone's like harassing housewives about it right right so it's uh intended for diabetics but the side effect is weight loss so a lot of the celebrities are discreetly having ozempic allegedly allegedly having ozempic uh injection parties for instance chelsea handler said 
she does it and she didn't realize it had a different name and she didn't realize she was doing Ozempic, which was the the name for it mm-hmm. or whatever. So it sounds like it's the discreet hot new thing basically. But the problem is that it's also, you know, it's cr- creating a shortage for people who actually need it. And also it has like extremely insane potential side effects of like, you know, fucking up your stomach forever and stuff. <sighs> so it's like, well, they have a bop out. They have a bop. <laughs> and everyone is asking me to remix it. The song is like, oh, 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 Zambic. Are I mean, we interpolating? Hey, if they want to cut me a check, I'll do it. Do it. Well, she is tired. She is tired. But she's not that tired. No, evidently. Because Hillary Duff is promoing oat milk. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> I made a top 10 list of all the milks I missed. <laughs> Oat didn't make it. <laughs> She's I, tired. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally forgot to include this, though. Did you see she did that one podcast Josh interview? Pack. And she was like, you know, everyone keeps saying like, oh, don't you just like have a husband? Like, can't you just roll out of bed and like make a song? And I was like, which Oops. one of you sent her our podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like we literally said that. Uh-huh. But she went off. She was like, they keep telling me to just like roll out of bed and go talk to my husband and make a bop. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, well. 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 Yeah. She was oh, a bit more optimistic. Oh, oh it's oat milk. <laughs> to that podcast interview, she was a bit more open about music in she that was. one and she also gave praise to britney as being her inspiration to well, well let's well facts are facts america and talked about finding her identity through music and that it wasn't a guarantee that she started the trend essentially of the disney kid turning into the pop princess let's metamorphosis talk about it. went number one mm-hmm. let's talk about it if you didn't know it now now you do and you can go pick yourself up some oat milk while you're thinking about it because that's what she's promoing, along with Girl Scout cookies on this SpawnCon. Oh. I think they were Girl Scout cookies. I don't know if that was the target of the, pro- the promo. I mean, I guess those go well together. Right. I'm not a fan of oat milk. I love oat milk. Really? I love... Ugh. <laughs> oat milk, almond milk. Almond milk, yeah. And soy milk. Nope. <laughs> I do all the milks. Yeah. It's like a dairy thing, but I also just, the thought of, ah. Oh, you know what? It is a joint partnership between Planet Oat and the Girl Scout Cookie Program. Honestly, that's good marketing. Some would say this was inspired. We love integrated marketing. We might know a certain legend who knows a thing or two about dipping a cookie in milk. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, 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 it's Oreo. (laughs) Say. You know, history will prove that Christina Aguilera is always ahead of her time. The innovator, the pioneer. Yes. So now we've got... And she got dragged for that Oreo promo. Yeah. And then what did we do? We dyed them green and pink and called them (laughs) Chromatica Oreos and had the rats mass ship them out. (laughs) (sighs) Christina was at the front lines battling for Oreo supremacy. Wow. From front lines to frown lines. Look at her go. (laughs) The army of me. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, shout out to Hillary, who was not too busy to promote Planet Oat and Girl Scout cookies. What are we going to promo next? Mm, great value brand cookies. And <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I want an edible company to sponsor me, and then you can get sponsored by someone like Jim Workout. <laughs> you know, and then there's oh, like a, a protein. There's a duality there. There is a duality. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a funny commercial. Yeah, edible and yeah. protein shake. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? Contrast. Yeah. Well, speaking of jobs, uh oh, what happened? There is someone who pled for someone to get a job, get away from her. <laughs> still alive is still alive yes everyone demi lovato is here stealing in my opinion the promo for scream six with still alive and these tiktoks which are getting increasingly insane we went from the face reveal with the mask to dial in and Ghostface will say hello lovato hey sweetie (laughs) what's your favorite album is it confident (laughs) Demi recreating, or I should say referencing, her get a job, get away from her Instagram comments from a decade ago because Ghostface calls and she picks it up and she says the line. Now, I'm sure this had to be like workshopped. Yes. And shout out to the gay who had to present mm -hmm. this because it's not easy. No. I've been there before. There is nothing more (laughs) nerve wracking than presenting a meme of someone to the actual person. Can you even imagine, like, having to sit Demi down and be like, so... No, I can imagine it. Yeah, yeah. Like, horrified. But she's game. She's down. I'm glad she did it. It was funny. And sweet Mason Gooding in the background with his hot himbo face, like, cheering her on in the background. Loved that. Mm -hmm. Jenna. I wonder if I should tell everyone the one funny moment that I... Because it... I always, whenever I see a celebrity acknowledge a meme, I immediately think of the social media manager or team member that had to like present it yeah. and how they were probably sweating because it's either like they're going to get the joke and think this is so funny yeah. and they're going to love you mm-hmm. or they're going to think that you're mocking them. But one of the funniest experiences that I ever had was when I was at the Tonight Show yeah, and I had to show Jimmy. So I was like going to show him this, this thing that was trending and I pull up Instagram uh-huh. And you know how you never know what you're going to get when it pops up Instagram? Yeah. I will never forget it. It was like time froze still. I opened up Instagram and it was Allegra Cole. (laughs) If you know, you know. Mm -hmm. She is the woman with the triple Z tits playing the piano was the first. And I'm standing there and I'm like, so on. And it was like, (laughs) (laughs) just was Allegra Cole. And I like froze and I was like. And then I immediately hit the search button. (laughs) I I didn't say anything. (laughs) I was like, oh. That's how you kept that job, in my opinion. I mean. You know? Always kept him guessing. Sure did. He's probably like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You follow Allegra Cole, too? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The days. We love our queens of social media. I know. We do love when one of the girls gets in on the joke. We do. Well, speaking of social media, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call TikTok Swark. Speaking of niche icons, I've brought her up a few times. Miss DeSesso Fam Mm -hmm. on TikTok, who dances to all the bops. The taste and music is impactful. The outfits, the Florida, the Polish... She recently debuted speaking in Polish. It's every day is a new uh, reveal. But $10 million smile. $10 million smile. And 
in a recent post, she uh, talked about being an ally. I loved this. This was emotional. I was like, I know she. Well, she also thanked all the gays on her cruise mm-hmm. for doing TikToks with her and, and the, the queens. Drag performers and- she keeps performing in a time of drag bands and political contention. Decesso fam's out there doing the work. I mean, yeah. She is standing with the queens. We need more people like to be doing this. Yes. <laughs> RuPaul. Right. And uh, you know who else should be doing this is uh, Jasper the Doll. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I'm trying to make a video. This is uh, you, first of all. Finally. You feel like, represented in anyone media. Anyone that thinks this is funny, I'm like, this. yes, I feel represented in media. Yeah, Finally. This is you. Guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, when I tell people that I want to be a voiceover, now I feel like this is, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like a crossover of, like, the... Uh, most popular girls in most school. Most popular girls in school. And the fish from Finding Nemo. Oh my god! <laughs> and like Big Ange. Yes. Oh, I love the fish from Finding Nemo. I know. I'm a spirit animal. Well, I think Jasper the doll really represents you well. Now we have to talk about another wonder of TikTok who has made insane strides in the week since I even put his name on the list. This is Octopus Lover Eight. <laughs> Has gained almost half a million followers since you put this in the top. Yes. Like he two, is three days ago. about to be, and he will be at a million by the time this goes live, because yesterday was 700K and today is 900K. Oh, I in mean, a week. In a week. All he did, basically, was he made a funny, I don't remember the origin one, but somebody put in a recommendation of like, do what happened when John Hancock signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And he just does a very funny modern takes on historical events. Like little improv bits. Yes. Uh, The Trojan horse arriving. um, (laughs) Pluto being told that he's not a planet anymore. (laughs) Yes. And he's so funny every time in a different way. And it's always like good. And his energy is also incredible. The dances as intermissions that he does in between. And his jokes. We, We barely know anything about him. He has a very, I already feel like you're my friend energy. Mm-hmm. What I love about this too is it's being driven by the comments. It is. And it just goes to show again, like the comment section of TikTok is yeah. its own world. It's like the TikToks are funny, mm-hmm. but then the comments are funny. Yeah. And then the replies, it's just very layered. It is layered and it can be its own feeding force. And he's generating so much attention in a short amount of time. We highly recommend genuinely funny and i i'm obsessed with the just concept of the fan base being the pusses just like oh is that it it's yeah he's just like tense up one million pusses yes (laughs) he says tense up for tentacles (laughs) it's so funny wait that's really funny it's really funny oh i love tiktok so are they still trying to ban it yeah oh so i still stick to my thoughts and i'm not alone Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> and those would be that I think they want to ban it because people know they're learning what's going on. Oh, people are learning about the world through everyone else. If the men find out we can shape shift. Yes. I believe that we are all inherently good and that the majority of people on this planet want peace mm-hmm. and want to take care of the earth and the planet and want to be kind to others. I do. I think that is, a very... but if that happens, they lose control of us. Ooh. So they need us to be fighting with mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different. Well, <laughs> that's why they created Twitter. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, if they ban TikTok, how am I going to keep up with all my like? You'll queens? see it three weeks later on Reels. Oh, it's <laughs> true. Ban that, please. The ugly step sibling that's yeah. just like I'm here too, guys. <laughs> guys, <laughs> have you seen this? It went viral three months ago. Yeah. Instead, it's got white, ugly text borders around it, and it's the same thing you've seen on TikTok. And you can't save them. It's awful. And there's no scroll bar, so if I want to <sighs> see something funny, but I don't want to watch all... But what do I know? What do I know? I don't know. I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. It's interesting. I was talking about this with one of my other friends, about like why we're so obsessed with these like gay icons mm-hmm. on TikTok, and I think it's a very fascinating conversation. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, I always think the gay community finds their icons and uplifts them. And yeah. It's, and it's that conversation of like, you can't tell us this is a gay anthem. Like we decide it. Mm-hmm. Same with, you know, the icons. Like, yeah. Yeah. We were saying how it's like these parental or like grandmotherly motherly figures. Mother figures. Yes. That like we didn't necessarily have when we were younger and that's why we gravitate. Yes. To them. Yes. We'll be discussing mothers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which may be a bad word a in a few mothering. weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But before we do that, we should also discuss the fact that we are in the last days of uh, human speech. We are. This actually makes me more nervous than... Like, it's funny, but it makes me nervous. It's scary. So there's there's this video going around, which is funny. It is funny. It's... But it's it's not as distinctly fake as the... Where were you on January <laughs> Right, because that's, that's like vocal chops. Yeah. This is AI, and this is Taylor Swift responding no, to... No, it's not. It's, it's not actually Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, oh, I'm <laughs> saying Taylor AI. Swift AI. Yes, someone AI Taylor's voice. Yes. Not us. Not us. I couldn't give less of a fuck about my tickets being over $1,000. I don't perform to poor bitches. I mean, you could not tell me that's not real. I thought it was real. Yeah. Because I thought, because the I'll do it trend is they take a snippet of something that's like, slay bitch. And it's like, I'll do it, sped up. And then I paused and I was like, wait, what is she actually saying? And then I was like, oh, when did she say that? (laughs) I mean, she's probably living for it. She definitely is on a group text and living for it, but. It's like, I I was... I, that is AI that is not actually tailored to be very clear. Do right. not sue me. But I literally went through the emotions of like, ha ha, oh no. Oh, yeah. Because... This can be weaponized. At least half of the people who saw that think that's real. First of all, that sounds... For one second I did. Yeah. It sounds exactly like her. There's no reason I wouldn't believe that's her. It's really scary. It is scary. Because all you need is to morph a president declaring war. Yes. Or anything else and that it's is over. incendiary. Yes. It's, I mean, it already happens yes. in these, like... Yeah. I mean, like, these things enough ignite sand ugh. wars and stuff, so it's just... It's, we're in our final days. It goes both ways, too, because then if someone actually... Like, if someone did actually say something... Yeah. The other thing is people don't believe anything they're right. hearing, so they're also like, I don't believe they actually like, oh, said no, that. Oh, no, that was a deep fake. You AI'd that, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that would have been Lindsay Lohan. I never said that. Paris is my friend. You yeah. AI, AI'd that. <laughs> yeah. I. So the other day I was at the bagel shop and I heard Uh-oh. there were photographs that were out of Joe Biden when he went to Ukraine. Yeah. It was that week. And there was this group of people that was standing behind me and they were talking about it. They're like, oh, did you see those? AI- they AI'd Joe Biden in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the AI has gotten so good. And I was right. like, oh, wow. We're. 
Oh no, we're it's we've over. been there for it's a over. while. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's over. Yeah. People fully don't believe like they they claimed that Queen Elizabeth was also like faked for many months and whatever, like that she had died already, you know? Oh. Like they've we're we're on a crazy train. Yeah, we sure are. We sure are. I don't know what's right and what's real anymore, to quote the great Lily Allen. No, there's also, I believe, there was someone on Twitter I saw the other day that AI'd himself Mm -hmm. and was like, can you tell which is me and which is the AI? And I guessed the wrong one. Oh. In other news, Taylor Swift... Oh my God, what if I come back next week with like an AI segment? What, of you talking? Yeah. Oh, well, you could. This (gasps) might have been an AI episode. It's not. Well, how do they know that? It's not. I would never do that. I I operate on morals. Uh huh. I'm I'm not like that. And double A batteries because you're a robot. <laughs> I wish I wish I I need quadruple double A batteries today. Yeah. I'm not your robot. Exactly. Stop trying to podcast for me. <laughs> oh. Well. In any case, the. Batteries on Taylor Swift's vault alarm have evidently died because she's been leaking lately. Some songs from Lover Era have leaked, and then This Is What You Came For leaked. It did. Demo version, which, for the record, there was an AI version floating around of what Taylor might have sounded like. But this is the real one, as we know. And honestly, it's very cute. I like it. I mean, the song is a bop. A bop's a bop. And it also confirms not that it they denied it or anything but like no she's, we all yeah. she's doing the uh, uh. yeah she's doing the the trail ends yes yeah but i feel like the younger audience is now like wait a minute yeah i think they used that and the rihanna she, was like we know yeah i mean she wouldn't do it but i was feeling very you in the moment i was like you know she should go electronic because this i is, would never say no this sounds good for her i liked how she sounded on it so it's cute we don't endorse a leak and uh we will not be providing any evidence of the leak. I wonder if she leaked it because the AI one came out. Uh, I don't. I doubt it. They're they're really AIing the girls though now. Like all it's the stands are like. There's accounts now dedicated to it. I know. I know. Also, none of the Britney ones sound like her. I don't like it. I I just I don't like it because like what do we do with that information? Like what do you do with that? It's not real. The only thing I will say is I. Because there's a whole argument about AI now. Mm-hmm. Like if Ariana was like, oh, here's my new single. And turns out it was like not actually her singing it. It was an AI. Mm. I feel like there's something weird about that. Yeah. But I feel like in the hidden pre-creative process, if you're working on something and you're a producer, like if you're Ariana's producer and you're like, oh, I have the song that I wrote. This is maybe what she would sound like doing it. Mm. It could be almost like a like a sketch. Oh, it's definitely going to be like scratch records for yes. like demos, demos for, for sure. There is something kind of cool about it. You know, it, it but it prompts a lot of questions yeah. for sure. Like I feel like we're going to deal with like some sort of reckoning, like yeah. legally or just like Someone's morally, gonna sue and it's going to be yeah, something's going to come to a head because. The David Guetta Eminem one was wild. It's, you know, we, we it could be the thing of like finishing a verse on that the artist didn't get to on a final song or like the demos or something where it's the lines start to blur. I mean, technically, we kind of had that conversation when Melodyne and Autotune like came into the world and we yeah. had to like, is this okay? Does this count as real if the artist is not technically hitting that note? Vocoders. Vocoders. 
but but they became uh, an art form like vote coding became a style and i think ai will turn into some sort of yeah style something it's something yeah i mean you could do i don't know really makes you think have you used it for anything before any ai nothing for like actual use i've like used the the AI generators, like everyone, like with the pictures, and you put in my like face, yeah, two different. Well, the face one, but the put a character in a different movie or something like that. You like oh. write the name. Oh yeah, yeah. I did Wendy Williams in Fortnite, <laughs> and uh, who else did I do? That was really funny. Oh, I did Countess Luann in Grand Theft Auto. That was funny. It's just creating a lot of gray area questions yeah. about consent and usage that is like oh this could be a whole nightmare i don't know i don't know either i've used it before for like sketching like i'll type in something Mm. see if it gives me an idea yeah and then i'll sketch like something that looks similar yeah but i've never used an actual i don't know i know and you've got chat gpt as well which will rewrite your headlines to make them snappier for seo or for whatever for and that's like a whole thing that can go from changing how we deal with academic world to editorial world and yeah it's while we still have we'll see who gets sued first is honestly what's going to be the yeah and that'll scare people into not doing it i think when there's like or there's just going to be some sort of like yeah i guess unauthorized Mm. because it is personality rights in a way if you think about it yeah it's like when i got the cease and desist it was like the quote connected with the person Mm -hmm. that qualifies as a personality right Right. so i could see an artist saying well that is my vocal Mm -hmm. and that is connected to me like if someone releases something and they say taylor swift blah 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 those two could be connected and they win the case my prediction which i absolutely think is going to happen is someone is going to do like the britney ai of I saw one come up of evacuate of evacuate the dance floor, and I saw that bubble up. One of those songs, it doesn't have to be Britney, is going to go viral on TikTok as a popular sound, and that artist is going to get pissed because it's not their vocal, and something's going to happen. I feel like mm-hmm. that's when it, things will bubble to a head. Is when and one of these AI songs finally charts, basically, someone's w- going to publish, self-publish. It, and- what do you do? Because yeah one of these songs is eventually going to chart because of how TikTok works and it's not the actual person. So it's like, yeah. Wow. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be really? Cause it's going to come down to that soon. It's true. It just takes the right. And I feel like a lot of these Gaga ones actually are very convincing. I heard Gaga singing ABBA and other songs and I'm like, yeah, this is a matter of time before people pretend like, Oh, she, you know, she sang this studio unreleased song cover It'll go viral. Somebody's going to be like, hey. The internet. Technology. Anyway, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. Food for thought. It's not just old man yelling at clouds either. It's just like, no, our society like might fundamentally change a bit. A lot. No, this will hugely impact music Mm -hmm. and media and... And it's not like it's an all overnight thing, really. It's just that the technology has... we've seen iterations of it over the years of it getting better and better. Like we've seen smarter child since we were in our teens Legends AI chat. Yeah. But it's, it gets real smart now. Like it's, it is like a movie in a lot of ways of like, Oh no, it's Megan where you're like, wait a minute. She got too smart. Yeah. But 
she hit that note too good. (laughs) 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 She can't sing like you, but she knows how to treat people with respect. (laughs) And kill them. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think there will be like a monumental moment. Yeah. It reminds me of like the MTV um, or Viacom, like YouTube lawsuit mm-hmm. that changed media. Mm-hmm. The whole Vivo thing, like that was a big movement. Yep. The sampling lawsuits. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when I wasn't it like, you know what? Involve a man and it'll get, have an Ed Sheeran AI. Wait a minute though. And that's going to be what does it. Wasn't, I'm, do you remember? I think it was, I don't want to throw my fave under the bus, but I think it was him when Ultra Records went after. Michelle Fawn back in like 2015, this is 2015, Cascade. For, for the stream that she does? She was using Cascade's music yes. underneath YouTube. Yes. And they sued because she was obviously a massive YouTuber. Yeah. And what happened, YouTube eventually, I mean, it's still, there's issues with the content awareness system for sure. But look at what it led to. Yep. That whole system now is because of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it was like, that was a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. In the YouTube, the beloved YouTube content aware system. Yeah, 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 yeah. But makes you think. Media. Media. Well, we also have some new music out, some new media, including actually, before we get into the bops, a little update that is questionable. The Grammys announced that they are shortening the eligibility, <laughs> the LGBT, the LGBT <laughs> ability of the fucking ceremony. <sighs> Well, they basically are. Shit is going. I mean, yeah, it will close one month earlier than usual. The Grammy eligibility year extended from October 1st to September 30th every year for decades. However, the schedule has been more irregular since then. And for the next one, it's going to be 11 months from October 1st, 2022 to August 31st, 2023. One month shorter. No reason was given in an email to members announcing the change. For me, I mean, as people pointed out also in the Discord, it just makes the ceremony one month more irrelevant. Like, yeah. you're covering earlier music. You should be covering right up to, well, closer, so that you can gauge what's actually new and out. Yeah. Just disqualify the month of December or whatever. Right. Right. And leave that to the holiday don't albums. They, yeah, they leave it, like, isn't it because of holidays or something? They don't want to, like... I've, I don't I've, know. I don't know. Just do January to November yeah. and then award them in February. January. There you go. There you go. It's like the lows. Exactly. Some would say that we have a concept going that Because then it's like the record of the year. Mm-hmm. It was that year. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we also have some new, new bops that may or may not be Grammy nominations because they missed well. m- miss the, cut, the uh, cutoff because you have to get them in within a day, I guess now. Uh, what came out this week? We do have a sample that I stand. Yes. From Nikki, Red Ruby to Sleaze. Nikki Minaj sampling Lumity. Uh oh. 20 years later. She's that girl. I think that is what shook me up the most. So I was like, oh, bop. And then I looked up and it was like, oh, I'm old. All the news was 20 years later, mm-hmm. Lumity's hit is reimagined. And I'm yeah. like, 20? Yeah. I really enjoy it, I have to say. I'm always going to enjoy Nikki, though. Barb. But they're also... Snow Vava Boom. Well, what is? I do also want to shout out, we did already earlier, but now finally out is Miss Demi Lovato still alive, which I really enjoy. She's still at her best, in my opinion, when it's a rock situation. I think that's like where she really shines. 
Yeah, her vocal is... She's a rock girl. She's a rock girl. She rocks out. Produced and written with Mike Shinoda. So, rock girl. Now, we've also got some other songs. I'd like to give a shout out real quick to Miss Madonna, who is entering the new month with the re-release, the, the digitalization of the Ray of Light single remix EP, including the song Has To Be, which was a B-side for the longest time not available on streaming, and or a bonus track. A very mystical sounding song that did not make the final cut, allegedly because Madonna wanted to keep it to 13 tracks in, in the spirit of Kabbalah. So I believe that. I'm sh- yes. I And this has been said to be kicked off specifically because of that, which it's a fine choice to kick off, but it's great that we have it. Our Kabbalah queen, Esther Jacone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some EDM bops. Sure do. Get it. I have gotten some DMs from some people that are like, I love your picks, so I feel seen. Me too, except it's about finance and they tell me to shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my first pick is from the artist That Kind. Now, they have one bop. I don't know. I can't remember if I shouted this out in the past, but the song Love On Me is a bop. And they have a new one that just came out called Stuck in My Head that is stuck in my head. Oh. Yeah. But then what is the best track of the week? (laughs) For you. To me, this is the escape of 2023. Girls, hang it up. Give it up. John Summit and Hala, where you are, is finally here. Where is it? It's here now. It's here now. And we'll have more to say about it. Bop. Bop, 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 bop. In the after show. Yes, mm-hmm. we had a little night out. We sure did. We got a little invitation. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we got an invitation. Yeah, so we'll uh, have more to say. And agreed, it's a bop. Also, shout out to Mimi Webb, who we've been mentioning <gasps> throughout flags. the week. The album is out. I highly, Oh. Yes, album's out. I missed that. Um, there's a song on there called Freezing that I love. A lot of the songs have come out already and that we've mentioned, but definitely check out the Mimi Web album in full. It's honestly very future nostalgia sort of bops on bops on bops mm-hmm. is kind of my take on it. So love that. And then also shout out to a friend of the pod, Leland, who released Bad at Letting Go with Muna, mm-hmm. Queer bop. Rights, Big Bop. I've been seeing those sponsored posts. Oh. We love to see it. We love to see a sponsored mm-hmm. post. Honestly, I feel like my new music now comes from TikTok yeah. and sponsored posts. Like it has real mm. the algorithm, as much as we complain about AI and all this and that. Yeah. I do have to give a little shout out to Meta. Shout out to Megan. For that, <laughs> for that algorithm. Because yeah. it it actually is giving me bops. Well, I would say more often than not, release radar on Spotify gets it right. Do you look at that? Yep. It's tailored to you mm-hmm. and it is based on your listening history and generally it is always going to catch a few songs that i had no idea were coming out mm-hmm. from like fa- more obscure faves and you wouldn't have noticed or seen it's really good for catching those tracks and catching remixes yes i feel it's yeah. really because those kind of scatter yeah definitely around so uh, you know what the algorithm she won this this round she really did when it comes to music and finding songs that you already will like it's pretty mm. good for that Thanks, Megan. One song you won't like that is being shoved in our face. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> we do have a coming soon. And more. it's more of like a warning. 
or a notification in advance. Mother is coming. Yeah. Megan Trainer. <laughs> in case you haven't seen either the TikToks from Megan directly or the TikTok discourse or the Twitter discourse or the actual essays that are being written about this already and the way that the term mother is being stolen from us. It's coming. Megan's song, which is serving commercial. Yeah. As usual, it's very trainer. Potty trainers rise up. I do want to shout out a tweet that cracked me up. Yes. It is from at Mr. United Face. A very funny tweeter. Yes. And it says... Megan Trainer is our generation's foremost laundry detergent jingle authoress. Her Tide Pod pen with fire emojis. Her Tide Pod pen is immaculate. I uh oh oh here here we guys, go. I you love it? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I will admit to everything. Yes, I know that is something that is not true. <laughs> but not true. in a weird way. I was feeling kind of defensive of Megan Trainer <laughs> randomly the other day, and I don't know why. I think, okay, you know that I'm on this inner child journey, right? Of like, you know, mm. honoring my younger self okay. and like what he would want and how he would feel about me now and all yeah. that shit. And I was thinking, okay, hear me out. Because I do think that Megan Trainer gives us kids bop. Yeah. But like, think about being eight or nine. I would throw this shit out. You think? Oh my god, yes. Do you think though? I was listening to Ray of Light and like breathe on me. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. It's never okay. Go younger then. Go like if you're like four or five. I was listening to Raffi, Baby Beluga in the Deep Blue Sea went the fuck off. Eureka's Castle with like those little singing fish. I just still it still wouldn't be Megan though. I I no. I first of all, I grew up. My mom listened to. Alanis, Melissa, Melissa Etheridge, no doubt. I was very Lilith fair <laughs> in my youngest of ages. I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. For me, it's not for me. I just, it wasn't what I was raised on yeah. ever. The cheesy bops, like, I... Mm-mm. However, I'm also not on the side of, like, intense rage. No. I'm just sort of like, God, this is going to be in every fucking aisle of the supermarket forever. And that's kind of, it's just like an annoying cheery And there's an bop. audience for it. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. But that's what I was, I was like, you know, like, because her and Chris Olsen, they get all this hate. Yeah. And I'm like, their audience is like tweens. It's. It's giving five below. Yeah. It's giving mall. It's giving five below. You know what I mean? But like, imagine being a little queer kid and you're watching Megan Trainer be like, and I'm mother with like gays. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No, no I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm it's, a Megan Trainer apologist. <laughs> yes, you are. But it's also like, I just can never get that angry about it. I no, guess. me neither. I'm just like, it's not like, I that get serious. It, is what I'm saying is like, I understand what the audience is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do kind of want her to have like a moment where she eats though. Because <laughs> she could give us like. I, well, there was that moment like in between albums where she had that one disco pop that was good. I forget. Let you be right, or is that what it was called? I don't know. I, there was one that that was slight serve, but uh, it, yeah. But this this is, I think, the most annoying because not that it was still fun. I would say to say mother, and now it arguably is about to not be fun. Yeah, it will will be over after this. Yeah. So enjoy the final week of mother. Enjoy mother. Is it coming out next week? I think so. 
Oh. So. Adds to the soundboard. Hold tight. (laughs) Hold tight, (laughs) T-I-T-E. Yes. Oh. I don't know. I don't know either. You know, and there's also one that will not hit streaming at all that I forgot to add to the doc, but it is a late breaking. As you know, Nicole Scherzinger. (gasps) Wait, I saw your post. (laughs) She's currently down under. Nicole Scherzinger, sans pussycat dolls, (laughs) performing at Bondi Beach, Pride. I think you got it right that time. I think I got it right. I was really intentional with my smart talk. It's Bondi, not Bondi. Yeah, Bondi. Later. Go now. And... She debuted a new song called Freedom, and she did a little interview beforehand, which... Is this inspired by leaving the band, or...? Well, it is very pointed. (laughs) She said in this interview, I don't think it's going to be a gay pop anthem. I know it will be. The rats are absolutely (laughs) going to hate this announcement. (laughs) And the rat in this (laughs) narrative may, in fact, be uh, one Robin Anton. Oh. Because the lyrics are very pointed. I don't know if you've heard the clip or... No, I only heard that little brief 15 second. Yeah, it's it's very uh, George Michael Freedom, of course, but it's also pointed as far as the lyrics. I'm going to just pull up some of the lyrics that have been discussed right now. And you can tell me if you think it's about anybody. <gasps> oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm not that little doll you knew. Oh, She paid her dues, now she owns herself. I've got a new attitude down inside of me. I've got a new pair of shoes. Step beside me. I'm through walking for you. It was killing me to compromise. Bitch, I just woke up. Read the fine lines. So I gotta be real with you guys. You look like f***ing clowns. <laughs> I think, uh... Nicole! <laughs> what are you doing, sweetie? I think it is a Robin Little Anton... <laughs> diss track about, uh... Who is asking for that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But um, we'll see if it even hits streaming because... Uh, oh my God, it would actually be kind of a sleigh if she did like a lyric about a melody. You know, like... I need to, yeah, I need to look at, into these full lyrics. There might be. Yeah, like... <laughs> melody came into my head that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> so loud, this I couldn't hear myself tea, speak. I sang it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, There's a play on words there, but like I'm not, this, I don't want it. We'll have to deep dive into that if we get it, because does everyone remember Pretty on iTunes? That never came. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty messed up. Well, in any case, Freedom oh, is Nicole. here. Set list looked fun, though. It was a mix of Pussycat and Solo. Hmm. Wet happened. I thought you weren't that little doll that we once I, knew. <laughs> yeah. So stop hmm. performing the songs, yeah. and then what's there to bop to? Oh, big wet. fat lie. Pukani. Mm-hmm. Pukani Kenny. Her name is Nicole. Actually, there's a lot. Hot as a stove. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> Whatever you like, but uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. We tried. I need a night with Nicole. Let me tell you that. <gasps> I need to have a chat with Nicole. Pitch it. Yes. Need to get her side of this story. Do you understand what I'm saying? She points to my tape recorder. Oh, I think we understand what she's saying. I think we do. (laughs) (laughs) Read the fine line. She's like throwing down her fucking subpoena. (laughs) Oh my God. Subpoenaed by Nicole. Subpoenaed by Nicole. Anyway. Anyway. We've certainly been on a journey. And the journey is not over yet. No. 
Because if you enjoyed this, <laughs> the conversation continues over on the after show where we talk about things after each show. Show. <laughs> For just $5 a month, you can support us directly and listen to the after show and other bonus content. As well as our live chats with our Patreon Legends Only fans monthly. Yeah, if you want to up your sub to $10 a month and be an icon. Yeah, that's right. We do a monthly live chat. And they get lively. Yeah, Brad took a shit on the live chat two months ago. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> there Brad are, was shitting on the live chat. <laughs> there are vocal effects. <laughs> there was not. That was not AI. You were what? Brad was washing his ditches. <laughs> Brad was washing his dishes. And... <laughs> Anyway, you'll have the to girls hear that it. get it, get it. <laughs> In any case, we've got that lined up yeah. and more. So mm-hmm. thank you as always for supporting this pod. It is self-produced. It is self-edited. Difficult to edit. Not everyone can edit it. Self-taught. Self-produced. Self-edited. Self-canceled. Self- <laughs> that is certainly true. <laughs> self-deranged. Self-unhinged. And if you like it, you can support us there. And in any case, we would love a five-star review on everywhere, every platform that you listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. We always appreciate the reviews because they help us algorithmically. Yeah. Or a follow. Or a follow. Or a hey. Yeah. In any case, we're going to hop on over to the after show interior illusion lounge. Mm -hmm. And if not, we'll see you next week for an endless summer vacation. (laughs) Yes. But for the girls on Patreon, we're about to jump into the after show. So see you there. And until next week, we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.